If I want happiness, I'll get happiness. But what if I'm broke, dumb, and stupid? What if I'm all alone, confused, and depressed? You know, the universe is gonna be like, you said happy, you didn't say friends. The universe is not a jerk. The universe is your greater self. The universe knows you better than you know you. And when you put out happiness, the universe knows you want the whole picture. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, I'm Mike Dooley, here to remind you once more that your thoughts become things. And I'm gonna do it today by dropping another edition of Spiritual Tune-Ups. These were broadcasted live this week. My answers to fellow adventurers' questions about life, dreams, and happiness. And each one took five, 10, or 15 minutes. We've sewn them all together for your viewing and listening enjoyment. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, time for a spiritual tune-up. I'm Mike Dooley on the eve of another hurricane crossing Florida, on the eve of election uh, decisions in the United States. Actually, the election was yesterday, but the decisions will be today, tomorrow. What an exciting time to be alive. We knew it would be like this. Uh, the yin and the yang and the, the awakening and the resistance, it's all good. Trust the universe. What's the alternative? Fight and resist? Okay, today's question. Mike, I want more joy, not more number gold. Number goals. How do I have both? I'm struggling with letting go of the traditional make it happen efforting way of being in my career. That way of being has created a certain level of success to date. Oh boy. I think everybody can relate to that. Work hard, work hard. Yeah. And, and it paid off, but oh my gosh, the price was out of this world. As a successful real estate agent, I'm asked to set goals with my team, but the goals feel so empty. How many homes to sell in a year? How much money do I want to make? Etc. Etc. I want to release those types of goals and be in the flow of the energy of my highest self. I want to focus on more love, joy, harmony, peace, and fun in my life, not on a number goal, but have, but I have a hard time blending my two worlds. Any advice? I have been there. I have done that. And so have many of us. This is the deal. There's the goal. And then there are the possible paths that will take you there. There's the goal. And then there are the, are the paths. In our primitive old school thinking, we have confused the goal, chucked it out the window with the paths. And we think the paths are our goal. And every time you latch on to a goal, number of houses to sell, number of connections to make, number of leads to generate, you slam shut the door on all other paths. There are an infinite number of ways to get to where you want to go. Infinite. And the universe is your GPS system. You tell it the destination, it knows the shortest, quickest, happiest way for you to get there. But as soon as you throw out the destination, I'll talk about that in a minute, and you start wrestling in the mud with this pathway and get the book published and land the contract and get the job and meet the girl and da da da. As soon as you start saying it's gotta be Je Jesse, it's gotta be Bruno, you exclude all other paths, all other possibilities. But let's not throw the baby out with the bath water. First of all, let's talk about misplaced goals. 
Okay. I teach, and I've done it around the world, that the ultimate goal is happiness. Really, it's the only goal. It's why you chose to be who you are in these sacred jungles of time and space. Joy, happiness, love is the glue. Joy is the goal. Love is not a variable. Your joy is. Joy is always the ultimate goal. And yes, you can have priority areas for finance, fulfillment, creativity, romance. You can have all kinds of priorities. You can manifest anything. But the goal is happiness. Do you know how many hands were raised, and I've shared this before, from audiences on six continents with Mike? I get that happiness is the ultimate goal. I mean, happiness, yeah. But um, what if that's all I get? Just happy. The question came up so often instead of laughing at it the first few times, at least inwardly, I realized the logic from the primitive mind that viewed traditional goal attainment. If I want happiness, I'll get happiness. But what if I'm broke, dumb, and stupid? What if I'm all alone, confused, and depressed? You know, the universe is going to be like, you said happy. You didn't say friends. The universe is not a jerk. The universe is your greater self. The universe knows you better than you know you. And when you put out happiness, the universe knows you want the whole picture. When you put out, wow, joy, friends, happy tears, happy dancing, the universe is like, you want to be that happy? The only way, knowing you as I do, that you will ever be that happy, like woohoo, is if you have friends, laughter, joy, uh, health, healing, vitality, infinite possibilities on tap. That's you. And that's the truth. And you deserve no less given your divine heritage. Happiness implies friends, implies money, implies romance, implies best friends, implies having a hand to hold, implies the back pain is gone, implies that you're filled with energy. Happiness while we could split hairs and say, oh, you could be happy sitting alone in your backyard. Yeah, of course you can. But when you're setting goals, that's not what you're thinking about. You're thinking about friends, laughter, getting out there, living your life. And the universe knows that. The universe is like, oh man, all hands on deck. Mike's visualizing again. And in your visualizations, you want to be happy. Then, so let me make that point really clear. So we got so into Okay, how am I going to get to happy? How am I going to get to transformation in these other priority areas of my life? Then you started setting goals. Wait a minute. Your goal was happiness. Your goal may well be financial abundance, friends and laughter and all that juicy stuff. Those were your goals. Now you're coming up with goals to get your goals. That's how you've been trained to do it. In fact, you're so busy with we, not you, we're so busy trying to check off boxes and, and, and achieve our numbered goals, we forget why we're in the game. We don't even know what brings us happiness anymore. We put our entire lives and joy on hold so that we could check the boxes. And checking the boxes is hard work when you don't remember why you're doing it. Why would anybody want to do that? It's like this big circus. It's a big circle. You get up to work to pay your bills and make money so then you can 
buy a new house and then you got to work to buy the new house and it's like uh, to pay for the new house. It's like we set goals for our goals. No, this was the mistake. So number one, restore your faith. You put it beautifully here. I want to focus more on love, joy, harmony, peace, and fun in my life. Hell yes. That's why you chose to be you. That's why I chose to be me. Those are your only goals. Now, step two of three, get excited about those goals. Dress them up. What does joy look like to you? What does peace look like to you? What does fun look like to you? For somebody, you know, it's, it's hiking. For somebody else, it's creativity. For somebody else, it's being with a lot of people. For somebody else, it's being of service. For somebody else, it would include a lot of money for a lot of freedom. Nothing unspiritual about freedom, okay? And if money will get you there, then money is spiritual. Money's spiritual anyway. Everything's spiritual, right? Material things just more so because you thought about it so much, it showed up. There's only spirit. But anyway, you've got these incredible end results. Love, joy, harmony, peace, and fun. Dress them up as step two so you can stay excited about it. Do some creative visualization. Picture, picture in your mind's eye that you're doing all those things that are fun for you. Laughing, crying, crying happy tears. Just the best of the best of times. That's step two. Uh, you know, create affirmations, vision boards. Number one, your, your, your goal of happiness and major priorities. Number two, ramp up emotion. Okay, you got that nailed. That's easy. We, we're all good at that. Everybody teaches that. Number three, knock on doors, turn over stones. Now, one way that you might get to harmony, peace, and fun is um, sell a lot of houses. That's one way. Selling a lot of houses is not your goal. Happiness, joy, and money are your goal. Selling houses is a maybe, okay? And because you like real estate and you like decorating and you love to schmooze and meet new people who are traveling from far away and people who are selling and about to begin an adventure, you just love the people aspect of real estate, maybe being a broker, being an agent, whatever. Well, then real estate is a great idea. The sky's the limit. There are a lot of other great ideas for which the sky is the limit. So knock on that door, show up, do your best. Yes, entertain ideas and visions of fantasy where you're selling a lot of homes and making a lot of people cry happy tears. But that's not the goal. The goal are these other things that we stated and thereby you have given permission for the universe to surprise you, to show you another path. Maybe on the way to a realtor's conference, you're going to see a billboard about a trade show and uh, it's going to be some kind of an event and somebody's going to be speaking or there's going to be products and stalls and you're going to go there and you're going to discover uh, your artistic side. You're going to discover crystals and new age phenomenon and you're going to branch into that while you also create happy tears in real estate. Or maybe you'll like it so much and it promises and feels so right that you'll abandon real estate. Who needs it? It wasn't a goal anyway. It was a possible how. You don't want to attach to the roads that are in front of you because by attaching you exclude all others. So for now, it's real estate, and I'm sure for a lot of good reasons, not just the money, all the reasons I listed otherwise. So go, go and make hay, have fun in that environment, meet and greet and show and tell and get out there, but simultaneously leave the door open. 
Maybe dabble with a business on the side. Maybe start writing that book. Maybe paint those pictures. Maybe go back into human resources for the same reasons you love real estate. Don't spread yourself too thin. Follow your intuitions. And yes, you can have intermediary goals. Well, I'd love to, I'd love to close on a home this month. I'd love to list three properties next week. I, but you're not going to be attaching to those. You're going to let there be wiggle room. You're going to let the universe enter your affairs with surprises, serendipities, magic, and miracles. This way, you've got your dream of joy, happiness, and finance, and you're showing up every day. And it could be every day for years. You're in on one path, but you're not closing the door to others. And whatever path you're on, in this case, real estate, unless your instinct is telling you to get out, then be there 110%. Show up early, stay late. Even if you're working you know, in an hourly paying job, if it's what's on your plate right now and you don't know what else to do, then be there 110%. Shine, be indispensable, say yes. People are going to see that. People are going to want that. You're going to get elevated. You're going to get raised or you'll be hired away. Or you're going to have your own idea of how to do it on your terms and you're going to start your own business um, and, and go to town. So have your goals and know that they're goals. Joy, harmony, love, peace, fun. Stay enthused about them by dressing them up in the details. Just don't attach to the details. Only attach to the goals. And then step three, what you used to call goals are simply doors to knock on, stones to turn over. So go out there and knock and turn and knock and turn and have a good time. You no longer have to hit a home run there. You're not carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders. You've delegated that to divine intelligence, but at least you're available. You become a lightning rod for serendipities, magic, and miracles because you're out there dancing the dance with a glad heart at long last. Jumbo, fellow adventurers, time for a spiritual tune-up in the eye of the tropical storm now moving through Central Florida. All is well here. Thanks for your concern. Uh, I'm looking forward to answering today's question because it's one of the most common questions that I receive. In fact, I've got some new insights on this topic I have addressed many times before given its popularity. Mike, how to influence the behavior of others. There's usually two angles here, <clears throat> both equally popular. One person is typically desiring to influence the behavior of others because it's their child, their parent, their partner, their clients or customers, and they want to have them behave in ways that are mutually, in their mind, uh, beneficial. Okay, And you can do this. The other angle from this question is, you know, can I make Bruno or Trixie fall in love with me like I love them? They complete me. They, we are destined to be together. You can influence them. This is the really great news. This question specifically had the, the former idea in mind. Mike, can our prayers and affirmations help others in their manifestation quest to reach their own goals? Okay, it's love that motivates that kind of question, and uh, I salute you and the, all that moves in your heart. Uh, we've got to understand everyone's going through their own stuff to learn their own lessons to become the master that they are. Let me talk about this angle, then I'll talk about the romantic angle in just a second. 
The word prayer was brought up. Let me share that prayer is powerful, not because God or the angels are listening, okay? They, they do listen, but they listen anyway, prayer or no prayer. Not because they're passing judgment. Hmm, Mikey wants Trixie to fall in love with him, and he's asked 42,000 times, so I might do it this time. It doesn't work like that. Prayer is simply thought combined with intention. What could be more powerful than thought of a desired outcome combined with intention to influence, maximize, join, whatever it may be? Thought and intention is rocket fuel for changing your life. So whether in the context of prayer or creative visualization, go there, go there, go there. However, when it comes to influencing the behavior of certain other people, nothing else could make as big a difference in your relationship to those other people than you holding them in your mind seeing that smile stretched across their face, maybe holding their hand, a warm embrace, happy tears down both of your face, nothing will maximize, maximize chances of this coming to pass than you holding those thoughts in your mind as consistently as possible through creative visualization, prayer, or however you want to do it. But notice I used the word maximized, which is really awesome. Yes, you can influence, you can even manipulate other people. I know that's a dirty word. But if it's in their best interest and they want to take the bait, they're all over it. Because what you want is what they want. And this is going to maximize chances it coming to pass. But maximize doesn't mean guarantee. You cannot guarantee that that somebody is going to take the bait and fall in love with you or take the bait and do better in school or take the bait and live their dreams, but you can maximize chances. Okay, Just see them happy and let it go. Wish for the best for all involved and then no matter what happens, realize your wish came true. Even if it's them stumbling a little bit further or moving away from their dream, this is what they need to go through to learn the lessons that you've already learned that put you in this place of love and care. Okay, so please, please think and pray and visualize about those you love and care. See them with a smile on your face. Do not go to that place of criticism or condemnation. That only maximizes chances they're going to continue to disappoint you. Literally, not just you see them disappointing you or you feel them disappointing you. They will choose behavior that deliberately disappoints you given the criticism and condemnation that may otherwise be in your mind. Let them learn their lessons. You can help them the most by using that love that stirs in your heart and seeing the best outcome for all. Knowing that whatever transpires is the best outcome for all. Trust the universe in this. The universe is carrying them in the palm of its hand. Now, let's talk about Trixie and Bruno. Again, nothing can maximize chances of them falling in love with you than you visualizing the done deal. Okay? So go there, go there, go there. But because you cannot guarantee their behavior, the last thing in the world you want to do is hinge your happiness and your joy on their choices. They got their choices to make so that they can learn of the life's beauty and their power. And that might take them away from you, at least temporarily. Do not think that your happiness depends on their behavior because there are other fish in the sea. Just because you haven't met them yet doesn't mean they aren't there. 
But the more you attach or insist or delay your happiness for a certain someone's behavior, which you cannot guarantee, the more you block out the possibility of a brand new Romeo or Juliet showing up in your life. They're just around the corner. They're a breath away, a phone call away, a few keystrokes away. When you surrender and allow the person of your affection to learn their own lessons, and that doesn't mean you're letting go of them. It will also maximize chances that they'll come to you because you're holding those thoughts of mutual admiration in your heart, in your mind. You have the intention of making it happen. You're going to take the baby steps, but you're also going to surrender. How do you take baby steps and surrender? You don't attach to the outcome of the desired baby step. So you take it, you, you, you invite them to breakfast, you buy the tickets for the show, and if they say no, you take somebody else or you roll with it or you get a refund or you, you roll with it. That's how you take baby steps um, without attachment. You, you don't insist on their certain behavior. Now, because in romantic situations when you'd like to influence the behavior of a certain somebody else, there's usually emotional, uh, you know, heart beating and you know, you cannot see clearly because you're so infatuated and so of the belief that they're the one. They might be the one, they might not be the one, but you're so emotionally invested that it can become a slippery slope because you're going to really want them to behave the way you want them to behave and you're not going to surrender the way you ought to be surrendering. So I would, I always advocate, and a little bit of this is in my creative visualization upcoming adventure. Check it out at tut.com. We launched today. If you're listening to the podcast, go look at the, the evergreen market. But what I advocate, what you want is not Bruno or Trixie. No, you don't want Bruno or Trixie. You want a madly passionate love affair. That's what you want, right? And you know a couple of hundred people at most really well in your life as possible contenders, okay? A couple of hundred people. If you're crazy, crazy out there living your life and you've included every peripheral image, maybe you know a couple thousand people. The universe knows we're approaching 8 billion. I think this week or next week, planet Earth's population 8 billion. The universe knows them like the back of her hand. Okay, When you say and you recognize the truth, I want a madly passionate steamy love affair with someone who understands me like I understand them, someone to grow and love life with. The universe interviews 8 billion people in that split second, and it knows the absolute best matches for you. And some of them might not even live in your country, but the universe knows when they're getting on an airplane. The universe knows how to get you on an airplane. The universe knows how to cross your paths. So the universe has got like the first, you know, 200,000 AAA plus candidates for you and you've got your little crew of 200 and you're saying it's got to be Bruno. Let go of Bruno. Instead, this is what you do. You get clear on the mad passionate love affair. And then when you visualize or you pray, you think about holding someone's warm palm. You think about your toes in the sand as you walk hand in hand with them. You can imagine kissing them. You can imagine introducing them to your parents. You do not have to put a face on them. You can imagine all of the ramifications in your life just blossoming because of the love that's in your heart and the passion that is everywhere. Every day is a good day for you because you're so in love. You can feel that without putting their face in it. You can give thanks 
to the divine without saying who it is. Thank you for the perfect person. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You can do this. But if you want, if you're really strong, really strong, you can put their face in it. You can put Bruno's face in it. You can taste or feel Bruno's whiskers. You can, you can caress Trixie's curves. But understand you cannot be assured that it will be them. So you're using Bruno or Trixie as a placeholder and you constantly feel the truth of it. Bruno or better. Trixie or better. And if you want to put their face in it, put their face in it. You're risking the emotional investment. You're, you're a pretty amazing gladiator of joy. You can do that. You can put their face in it and say, or better. Can you imagine better than Bruno? Yeah, you can. You can. There is, there is better. Not a better person, but a better match. Okay. We're not grading people here. Somebody is more aligned with you. Poor Bruno. You're going to feel sorry for Bruno later on. You're going to ask Bruno to do the yard work for you because you and your new better than Bruno, um, you're about to sell the house and move to, you know, uh, Monte Carlo or somewhere really exotic. And, you know, Bruno, God, Bruno never found love. And you thought he was so cute. That sweetheart. Maybe he can, maybe he can be your driver. You know, you just want to help him out a little bit. Trixie, oh, you know, she's going to be okay. She's going to be okay. She's got some things to work out. You didn't really know about. Now you do. Now you do. So you can use them as placeholders and or, this might sound uh, very shallow, use the images of, you know, your favorite Hollywood heroes or heroines. Not because they're famous, but because, you know, you have put attributes on them that probably don't even exist, but you really think that they're super hot and spicy and you're not emotionally attached. You're not emotionally attached to your Hollywood heroes or heroines. You just have them as symbolic of the perfect juicy partner, right? So you can put them in your visions. You know, imagine introducing um, Tom Cruise to your mom or Julia uh, or whoever to your dad or whatever. And, and so you're always feeling that's the kind of person as you've defined that person that person or better for me and so you can play all kinds of tricks um, all the while you will be maximizing chances that the person that you do use as a placeholder will be drawn into your sphere of influence take the bait and fall madly in love with you you will be maximizing chances but with the understanding in your heart, they or a better match. You keep the door open for the other 8 billion contenders, 200,000 of, of which will just blow your mind. And thereby, you can visualize, you can pray, you can use faces as placeholders, but you got to understand that you don't see everything, nor can you know who is actually the person who will set your heart on fire like no one else. Don't just draw from the normal suspects of your 200 pool. Let the universe pick for you and then go live your life with a glad heart. Show up, take the baby steps without attachment. When I say without attachment, without insisting on who does what. You can attach to a flaming, sizzling hot romance. You can insist on nothing less. Bucko, you hear me? This is what's going to happen. But you cannot attach on who's going to be that person. Don't worry. The universe knows you better than you know you. And there are contenders out there that will melt your heart and joy, ecstasy, and, and in every way possible. Okay. 
Thanks for the great questions. You can absolutely influence people. You can maximize chances they'll behave as you want them to, but that does not guarantee. You can still nevertheless set your, you can still nevertheless attach to the overall rocking, joyful, romantic life of, you, of your dreams just without saying who that person is. There you have it, fellow podcast listener. Now, let's stay in the zone. If you haven't already, please visit my website, tut.com, where you can sign up along with 1 million other subscribers for my free daily notes from the universe. You can also find out about my Infinite Possibility membership for a price you choose. Every single Tuesday, I do a live broadcast, a 30-minute mini manifesting workshop. Members have access to the last 52 mini manifesting workshops. So check it out. And if you have a moment and these podcasts move you, I would be deeply grateful for a review at the Apple podcast platform. Go to tut.com, look for spiritual tune-ups, look for the link for podcasts. If you send us a screen grab of your published review at Apple, we've got a very special bonus waiting for you. Check out the links, read all about it. Thanks for being here and I'll see you on the next podcast installment.